0: Dear listeners, and welcome to another episode of The Wondrous World. Today we're going on a journey, an exploration of perhaps the most fascinating object that we know of in the universe, the human brain. A three pound lump of jelly-like tissue within our skulls that quite literally makes us who we are. It's our command sender, for our nervous system, it's the seat of our consciousness, and it's the place where we form our thoughts, emotions, memories, and dreams. It's so complex that even with all of our technological advancements, it still holds a myriad of mysteries. So buckle up as we delve into the labyrinth of neurons and synapses to better understand the remarkable organ and the future of its exploration. Now, if you could imagine your brain, you might picture it as a wrinkly, pinkish, gray blob. And you'd be correct, sort of, but there's a lot more to it. The human brain is made up of many different areas, each responsible for different functions, much like a super-efficient, incredibly complex team where every player has a role. The brain is divided into three main parts, the cerebrum, the cerebellum, and the brainstem. The cerebrum, that big wrinkly part that probably comes to mind when you're thinking of a brain, is the boss. It's in charge of things like thinking, learning, and memory. It's like the CEO of the company, but without a corner office in the fancy coffee machine. The cerebellum tucked under the cerebrum at the back of your brain controls coordination and balance. It's like the yoga instructor who somehow manages to balance on that toe while reaching for the sky and smiling serenely. Lastly, the brainstem, which is a bit like your brain's PA system, controls your breathing, heart rate, and other automatic processes. It keeps everything running without any conscious effort from you. It's like the intern who keeps everything moving behind the scenes, but gets none of the credit. (laughs) There's more of the brain, of course, a lot more. We're just scratching the surface here, like a cat on a brand new scratching post. But don't worry, we'll delve deeper into these intricacies as we move along so stick around. Our brain isn't just a simple blob, as we know. It's more like an intricate city of bustling with activity. It com- it's composed of around 86 billion neurons, each connected to others through a network of 100 trillion synapses. That's more connections than there are stars in our galaxy, the great Milky Way. If our brain were a city, it would be the most densely populated, hyper-connected metropolis in the universe. The brain... well, maybe not the universe, I guess we don't know about some alien species, but on Earth, for sure. The brain functions like an incredibly complex and efficient control center. Different parts of the brain are responsible for processing different types of information. The brain has specialized area for motor control, vision, hearing, taste, smell, and more. And that's even more specialized than just the basic parts we got into earlier. It all starts with neurons, these tiny nerve cells that are the basic building blocks of our brain, sending information to and from the brain to the rest of the body. Neurons communicate by electrical signals, which one neuron receives a signal, it generates an electrical pulse. This pulse travels along the axon of the neuron to its end, or terminal. At the terminal, the electrical pulse triggers the release of chemical messengers called neurotransmitters. These neurotransmitters cross a tiny gap between the synapse to reach neighboring neurons. When they bind to the receptors of these neurons, they trigger a new electrical signal and so the process continues on and on and on. Different types of neurotransmitters play different roles. Some, like dopamine and serotonin, contribute to feelings of happiness, while others, like adrenaline, prepare your body for flight or fight response within the vast network of neurons different regions of the brain serve unique functions the frontal lobes for instance are all are involved in decision making and planning the occipital lobe processes visual information the the temporal lobe plays a crucial role in memory and understanding language in short our brains are quite literally mind-boggling excuse the pun, (laughs) a three-pound universe tucked inside our skulls, orchestrating every thought, action, or emotion you've ever had. There's nothing else quite like it in the known universe, except, of course, for every other human brain out there. So, give yourself a pat on the back, or I guess on your head, (laughs) for being such an extraordinary organism. Despite our understanding, there's still so much mystery shrouded in the brain. Like a puzzle that we're still piecing together, with each new discovery, we unravel another layer of the mind's profound complexity. Cognitive abilities are the higher level functions that set us apart from other species. These include skills like problem solving, abstract thinking, understanding, learning, and memory. It's no secret that the human brain is unmatched in its cognitive abilities, at least to other animals on Earth. Even though even the most advanced supercomputers in the world still don't really hold a candle to the complexity and especially the efficiency of the human mind. But have you ever wondered how it's all possible? The prefrontal cortex located at the front of the frontal lobe is largely responsible for these skills. It plays a crucial role in in decision making, social behavior and expression of personality. It's like a CEO of our brain supervising and controlling all the other parts. Our ability to learn and remember is another fascinating aspect of our cognitive prowess. Have you ever thought about why you can remember lyrics of a song that you haven't heard in years? That's because of your hippocampus at work, a small region of our brain that's critical for memory formation. And then there's language. The ability to produce, understand, and interpret complex languages is an incredible feat of the human brain and only known to humans, really. Other animals can learn some words, but nowhere near the amount that we can. This involves several areas of the brain, including Broca's area, which is involved in speech production, and the Wernicke's area, which is important for understanding speech. The interplay of these areas of the brain allow us to reason, plan, solve problems, and think abstractly. However, as remarkable as these abilities are, it's equally important to remember that our cognitive abilities can be influenced by a variety of factors, including our physical health, mental health, lifestyle, and environment even. Consciousness, the state of being awake and aware of one's surroundings, is one of the great mysteries of the human brain. It's the subject of countless philosophical debates and scientific studies, and yet we still don't fully understand it. What we do know is that consciousness arises from the activity in various parts of our brain. The thalamus, a small structure in the center of the brain, seems to be a key player in the game. It acts like a relay station directing sensory information to different areas of the brain for processing. The cerebral cortex, the brain's outer layer, is also essential for the conscious thought it's responsible for higher brain functions like thinking perceiving producing and understanding language the cerebral cortex isn't like a computer chip that performs tasks directly it's more like a stage where different parts of the brain come together to exchange information and coordinate actions now when we dream we're in a state of consciousness even though we're asleep studies have shown that a part of the brain called the pons, is activated during REM sleep, This, the stage of sleep when we dream. This is also when the thalamus kicks in and starts sending images, sounds, and other sensations that fill our dreams to the cerebral cortex. If you want to learn more about dreams, listen to the dream episode. (laughs) Despite these insights, consciousness remains a complex and elusive concept. It's like trying to catch a ghost as something we all experience but can't objectively measure. Many philosophers and scientists agree that understanding consciousness may be the hardest and most important challenge in the field of neuroscience. Now, just like any other complex system, things can go a in the brain and there are numerous disorders that can affect the brain, each with their own distinct symptoms and causes. We'll go through a couple of the most common ones. Take Alzheimer's disease, for example. This is a progressive disorder that causes brain cells to waste away and die. It's the most common cause of dementia, leading to continuous decline in thinking, behavioral, social skills, and memories. Then there's Parkinson's disease, a neurodegenerative disorder that primarily affects the dopamine-producing neurons in the specific area of the brain. Its symptoms often include tremors, rigid muscles, and problems with balance. On a different note, there's also mental illnesses such as depression and anxiety, which can have significant effects on a person's thinking, feeling, behavior, and mood. While they may not manifest as physical changes in the brain structure, recent studies suggest that they might be linked to changes in certain brain circuits, particularly those involved in regulation of mood and emotion. Epilepsy is another one, a central nervous system disorder where brain activity becomes abnormal and causes seizures. It's another example of a brain disorder. It's been depicted throughout history, from ancient texts to modern media, often shrouded in mystery and at times stigma. This is just a small glimpse of the variety of things that can go wrong in the brain and the disorders that it can cause. Despite the advancements in medical technology, many brain disorders remain difficult to treat due to the intricate and complex nature of our brain. But as we continue to learn more about the brain, we can hope for more effective treatments in the future. And we are getting better. So there is hope. Neuroplasticity is one of the most revolutionary discoveries of the brain in the past few decades. If our brains were a city, you could think of neuroplasticity as the ability to reroute traffic. Build new highways, or even construct new bridges. Essentially, neuroplasticity is the brain's capacity to change and adapt both physically and functionally in response to experiences, learning, or injury. For many years, scientists believed that the brain was a fixed structure by the time we reached adulthood with no ability to grow or change. However, recent research has turned this idea on its head. We now understand that the brain is that dynamic, adaptable organ capable of creating new neural pathways and connections throughout its entire life. This is incredibly important because it means that the brain has the capacity to recover from injury. For instance, if a part of the brain gets damaged, another part can sometimes take over the functions of the lost damaged section, helping the person reco- recover abilities they had initially lost. But neuroplasticity isn't only about recovery. It's also about the foundation and learning of memory. When we learn new things, our brain changes, literally changes, new connections are made, existing connections get stronger, and some connections might even disappear. It's like the brain is constantly reshaping itself in response to what we do and what we experience. In the future, understanding more about neuroplasticity could lead to breakthroughs in treating conditions like Alzheimer's disease, strokes, and traumatic brain injury. It could help us understand more about the process of aging and how to keep our minds sharp as we grow older. It's an incredibly exciting field and who knows what we will discover next. As we move forward, the future of brain research holds immense promise and potential. Neuroscientists around the globe are tirelessly looking to understand the intricate mysteries of the brain and every year we inch closer to unlocking more of its secrets. One exciting area is the use of advanced imaging technologies. Techniques like functional MRI and PET scans have allowed us to visualize the brain in action, but future technologies might even offer greater insight. For instance, New techniques are being developed to map the brain in three dimensions and show neuronal connections in real time, providing unprecedented levels of detail. At the same time, the growing field of neuroinformatics. This intersection of neuroscience and information science is paving the way for large scale collaborations and the sharing of data at an unprecedented level. This could accelerate the rate of discovery and lead to new insights about how the brain works. Another promising direction is the development of BCIs, or brain-computer interfaces. These devices, which translate neuronal information into commands capable of controlling external software or hardware, could offer new ways for people with paralysis or other neurological conditions to interact with the world. Elon Musk's company Neuralink is a well-known player in the space, aiming to create implantable devices that allow high-bandwidth connections between the human brain and machines, so you could control your phone with your brain, without touching it, for instance. And let's not forget about the intersection of AI and neuroscience. AI can help us model the brain and understand its structure, and function, while understanding the brain can also inspire new AI algorithms. It's a win-win. But with these advancements, they also raise important ethical questions. How do we ensure the responsible use of brain data? How do we navigate the ethical implications of potentially being able to read minds or modify brain function? These are all questions we'll need to grapple with as we move into this uncharted territory. All in all, the future of brain research is full of potential and it offers an incredibly exciting time to be involved in the field. The advancements we make could change our understanding of who we are as a species and fundamentally transform our society. As the saying goes, the brain is the final frontier and we are only just beginning to explore it. it. And that folks brings us to the end of our pseudo deep dive into the fascinating world of the human brain We have navigated its complex structure, marveled at the cognitive abilities, pondered the mystery of consciousness, and perhaps even the essence of our being. It is without a doubt, one of the most intriguing frontiers of scientific research. However, despite all the progress we've made, there's still so much we don't know. Each answer brings a dozen new questions, and that's the beauty of science, and indeed the brain itself. It keeps us curious, it keeps us learning. It keeps us evolving. So here's to the human brain, the most complex structure in the universe that we know of, (laughs) housed in the three-pound space between our ears. Remember, the brain is wider than the sky, as Emily Dickinson once wrote. And on that note, we'll wrap up this episode, so stay curious, listeners, and you can follow us on Twitter. Um, We also post fun facts and stuff it's at wondrous world pc if you prefer to listen there we're going to be posting the episodes on twitter so yeah give us a follow and look forward to the next one